0: to stop the self-sabotage and create the Life You Desire podcast. Can't I just change the story that I'm telling myself using reframing and say, well, this used to be a problem, but now I'm learning the life lesson from it, and I'll be able to move into progress Uh, from having this problem? This is the question that one of my clients just asked me. And it's absolutely phenomenal because it points out how we're building on a flawed foundation, which means anything that goes above higher in that realm will crumble down because it doesn't have stability underneath it. And that stability is that We just need to explain things better to ourselves, and our life will change. But the story that you tell yourself is just one piece. See, you have the character that you're playing in the story, and that character has values and boundaries and expectations. So until you upgrade who you're being in the story, you'll never have the power to also upgrade what you're telling yourself for it to make a difference. I'll give you an example. Let's say that we have a parent who is using one of their children as a sounding board. They're bringing that child into their confidence and sharing with them things that the child does not need to know about. Maybe it's, wow, we're really having some tough money problems. I don't know how I'm going to be able to pay the bills or, you know, your other parent is such a jerk. You need to know everything that they're putting me through. And so then the child learns that there's no such thing as boundaries because they don't have the ability to assist the adult in coping with that situation. So they take on responsibility for making the adult feel better. And then they choose the value that they need to find people in their life where they can always assist them in feeling better, even though it's just in the moment. But the child learns to take on helping them feel better in a way that the child cannot cope. Now we've got an adult who cannot cope because they're taking on the problems of other people where they don't have the ability to make it better. And that's the character or the aspect of the personality that continues to show up, which means that the powerful part of their mind, which is the subconscious, which runs habits and patterns, and success or failure is simply a habit and pattern well, the subconscious goes off of stories and now it needs to fill in the cast of characters to continue to support that story. Now you see why you just can't tell yourself something different. This is the reason why uh, psychology has proven affirmations do not work because you're not getting down to the foundations of the aspect of your personality that is holding this pain. Okay, so we have a story, which is what we repeat to ourselves again and again to explain why things keep happening. There's actually something known as an explanatory style. I'm not going to get into it now, but just know it's how you wind up repeating the same situation that people can change. And yet you still find yourself in the same problem. So you got your story, but then you've got the character in the story. You are probably not the leading person in your own story because you were conditioned and programmed to be part of the supporting cast. So you'll always find somebody else that needs to be the superstar. The clients that I work with, it's amazing When I tell you that you need to be self-centered, not selfish, selfish is pointing at somebody else going, okay, if I sacrifice myself enough for you, you will meet my unmet needs. Uh, No, they'll just continue to look for more ways for you to sacrifice. That's why they got drawn into your story in the first place. You're filling out that role of that cast of character role. Okay, so I I tell you that you need to become self-centered. You actually need to become the star of your own show, of your own story. And you'll go, oh, but that's so selfish. No, you're selfish right now without realizing it because that's what you were programmed and conditioned to do by someone who trained you to experience life this way. That you need to either be a martyr sacrificing yourself or a savior continuing to find people that can't do it for themselves, but nowhere is there any empowerment for them or you. Okay, so I need you to look at becoming the star of your own show because it's only when you accept the full power for that, that you also then accept the full power and responsibility for using it in a way that is going to move you into progress. Then after that, as the leading character of your story, you need to decide what you value. Your your values are your morals, your principles, your standards. It's a code that allows you to assess and evaluate your life. Are you moving in the direction that is the healthiest for you? And that's where one of the challenges comes in, is that your values are based on what someone else gave you, not what you actually need to move forward. And here's a sidebar, what you're valuing right now probably is not even in alignment with the goal that you have, with the dream that you want to turn into reality. I have a client who just bought a new business, all excited about moving forward, She's phenomenal at growth and worth. What she's not so good at is creating certainty for herself. The follow through that when things might get boring, when there's not so much drama, that she continues to follow through with the activities that are going to get that goal. No, instead, she drops everything and goes looking for the next bright shiny. So her value that she needs to have is one that she's not even accustomed to using because it was always, well, if I go over here and do this, it'll get me what I want. Oh, no, didn't do that. Okay. If I go over here then and do this. And so she's got the story of always continuing to look for something that's going to fill the void that only she can begin to knit together and, and allow herself to be healed. So she's leaking her resources out of the area where she's got a missing value. So first, you want to look at what are your values? And then second, you need a boundary. A boundary is the container that separates your identity and your expression of your identity from someone else. But What happened in the very beginning of our story? The child was taught not to have any boundaries. The child was taught to merge with those around them and try to make their world a little bit better, even though the child did not have the ability to cope with the challenge that was handed to them. I'll give you another way that, that children can do this in a way that's very dysfunctional. And it's from my own personal experience. My mom and dad did not belong in a relationship with each other. Uh, mom was very codependent and dad was an abuser. So what I would do when the tension got too high between them as I would do something to screw up as a kid to where they could take their focus that was getting ready to hit a breaking point, they would take their focus off each other and then put it on me. So it alleviated the tension in the household. Did it create a lot of tension and stress within me? Oh, yeah. But then after a while, I learned that, okay, find people who are going to be in conflict, step in and have them focus on me. And while on one hand that worked really well in corporate because I could go in and I could find the problems they had in a heartbeat and begin to fix those problems, it was fixing it in a way to where I was going to have to be dysfunctional and carry the entire burden for everybody instead of saying, okay, What's your responsibility over here? What's your responsibility over there? No, I took it all on myself. Yeah, it took me to a breaking point, and it took me to a breaking point physically. I came down with an illness that was directly related to how much stress I was experiencing. Uh, I was genetically wired for this disease, but that didn't mean that the disease had to express itself it was in seed form. I had to put it into the internal environment that was conducive for that seed to then grow. And then once I discovered I needed to turn off that internal environment and turn on a different one to make sure that that seed or any other seed would not grow, uh, that's when things began to shift. But i had to go back to what i valued about me and then put a boundary around it then after that we have expectations another one of my clients asked me the other day well isn't boundaries and expectations the same thing no boundaries are all about you it's what separates you from other people it's how you determine your identity an expectation is simply you going into a situation with an unrealized need based on what you value. So the expectation can be about yourself, but typically it's around other people. But it goes back to what do you value? Here's something else that's interesting. People that are smarter than me say that over 60% Of all conflicts, because every conflict is a conflict over values. Every single one between people, between states, between countries, within ourselves. We will have an internal conflict because we're valuing two things at the same level at the same time. And you cannot do that. One is going to have to take precedence. Okay, so... When she asked me, are boundaries and expectations the same thing? No. The expectation is what you move into with a a value that says, this hasn't been met yet. I have a need around that. So do you have the same value? And chances are that other person does not. So what are you going to need to do? Force your will upon them? No. No. Instead, it's going to be find another value that you both can agree on. And that takes some assistance. If you can't even find a way for you to agree on the values you've got going on internally, what the heck makes you think you're going to be able to do it without any assistance externally with someone else? So your identity in the story was you needed to have values that belonged to somebody else, not to have boundaries. You were simply a, a, um, an extension of them, and your expectations based on those dysfunctional values led to your story with the cast of characters that you continue to look for. And this is the reason why you will find yourself saying, are you kidding me? I I thought I was done with this. I thought I was over with this. Why does it keep showing up in my life? Because you are not using the identity of redemption. See, there's a process that you need to go through that says, oh, I'm going to redeem the best parts of this for me. I am going to be able to look at what I value, valuing for self-sabotage as well as valuing for moving forward and deciding which values I need to be working on right now. Just like going back to my client, if she continues to value growth and worth, uh, but she's doing it to where it's in a dysfunctional way, she won't follow through on her new business. This is the reason why she hired me. Is because we have to look at what does she value now and it's in alignment with the goal and the dream. So you look at the values, you begin to draw the boundaries, set the expectations in a way that those unrealized needs based on what you value can now begin to experience resolution and and, um, restoration, and then the story you tell yourself, because there are five stories. The story you tell yourself is now one that is conducive for growth in the area that you're moving into. That is the redemption process. Okay, but instead, what do we do? We look for punishment. We punish ourselves as well as others. Why? Because with punishment comes a feeling of power, control, and safety. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of learning from our consequences, we look at punishment. Punishment is short-term sabotage. Makes you feel good in the moment, but it doesn't move you into the direction you want to go. If you want to begin to understand how to use this redemption process for yourself, how to upgrade your story and who you are in the story, as well as several hypnosis sessions that are going to assist you with all of this, then go to com forward slash Vista, V-I-S-T-A. It stands for Vision, Inspiration, Strategy, Tactics, and Achievement. It is a virtual two-day intensive to where I'm going to teach you this process that you can begin to use for your own progress, as well as doing hypnosis sessions in the group uh, for you to then get your subconscious agreement on accelerating that direction. If you have questions on it, or if you want to discover how to potentially work with me, and I will let you know, I have a bonus. If you choose to work with me uh, this month of September, I will give you the bonus. I will give you a seat in that class. So, you want to see about working with me? Text or call one six three six six nine nine seven seven nine one. That's 1-636-699-7791. Or go to one of my websites, which is canhypnosishelpyou.com. If you wait a few few seconds on the page, you'll see a button that'll pop up that says, click your time here, and it will give you consult times based on your time zone. And and I promise you, there's something on there that should work for you. and uh, You'll be able to set it right then and there based on your calendar availability as well as mine. Okay, why just changing your story won't make things better is because you're not better. All you're doing is using an explanatory style that is going to give excuses on why things are not improving, but it doesn't make an impact in your life. I'm here to tell you it can be better. Let me prove it to you. Let me let me help reveal who you really are. So until we get together again, here's to your brilliance and your ability to upgrade your story. Becoming a healingpreneur. Could that be you? It's not just a career. It Is a calling to help people peel back the layers so they can move into progress of their brilliance and their magnificence. If this could potentially be you, then I want to let you know I am offering you the ability to train with me privately at the group investment. I only have room right now for one person to be able to do this over the summer we're going to take a look at our schedules and we're going to fit training to where it's a good fit for you as well as what I have open. Uh, And you can take up to three months, not only to train, but up to three months to take care of your investment. But again, I only have an opening for one. Why is this? Because my trainings that I do, uh,